How much time do you spend working on you? What kind of investment have you made in you? Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. You want something, go get it. Period. Welcome to That's Night, Mate, a podcast that is here to educate, entertain, and inspire all generations. Join us on our journey through all things investing, financial, health and well-being, and most importantly, yourself. While listening, be sure to consider these three questions. How can I use this information? Why is it important? And what actions can I take? And now for your hosts, Brandon and Kyle Turton. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tight Mates. You're welcomed by your co-host, Brandon, and of course, always, Kyle. Hello. Brando. It's nice to be here again. It is. We're doing a bit of a late night uh, podcast. Yes, we've left it a little bit late tonight, so, but we're pretty keen to get this one done. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good one, one that's relevant for everyone, I think. Definitely, it's pretty important. A lot of things happening in the world, and uh, we thought we'd uh, go back to the finance. Mm. Anyway, what about what about last week? Well, this week, what's what's caught your eye? Uh, something that has sort of been on the horizon for probably months i guess but mm. um the uh rba has finally um increased the interest rates interest rates mm-hmm. so and that's that's primarily due to inflation which is soared above uh five percent in australia and mm-hmm. i think in america, america up over eight percent yeah. yeah which is pretty <laughs> remarkable so yeah obviously the rba is the reserve bank of australia mm-hmm. um to slow down this inflation they're bringing in the uh increases yeah um and if you don't actually know what inflation is it's the uh rise in price of consumers and goods yeah so as of late you've probably gone to woolies um and gone and brought a piece of bread for example mm. it used to be two weeks ago or maybe a month ago it was oh. three dollars eighty mm. and now that same uh, piece of bread, oh, loaf of bread, loaf I should bread. say, is now four dollars. So, mm. my my uh, weekly groceries have gone up quite a bit. Yes, inflation same. is hurting me. <laughs> so, yeah, like with the consumers and goods, like why is why is this happening? It's essentially because there's too much demand, um, so and not enough supply. Yeah. So this is why these prices are rising and. I guess one of the main reasons is because probably the war that's yeah. happening. Yeah. So, you know, Russia and Ukraine provide 18% a week. Of Some, wheat. Something, a substantial amount yeah. anyway. And Not just wheat either, obviously. Oh, gas. Yeah, gas. is massive. Yeah, I think so gas over there was something ridiculous. It was, yeah, amount. substantial. So, they're the reasons why it's um, inflated so much. Pretty much just taking the demand out of the economy. Mm. With that, it's going to slow down a lot of things. Like, obviously, there's been a pretty bullish uh, property boom in yep. Australia since COVID, mm. um, where, where we've seen house prices in Melbourne, everywhere in Australia, basically, go up. Yeah. A lot of people have been able to leverage and, like, it only went up, like, uh, 0.25%. But like say within uh, a year, yeah, point three five percent today. It was already at zero point one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, where was I going? 
I was talking about housing, wasn't I? Yes. So, you know, if it goes up to, say, 2%, which it very well could... I think so. ...then people won't be able to leverage as much. And then that also um, not only affects the property market, but also um, the share market because businesses obviously have the same problem where when they're borrowing uh, money... And they've got debt. And they've got debt, obviously, they've got to pay that interest rate back as well. Mm. So, um, of course, it's going to affect both uh markets but um kyle what caught your eye what caught my eye or your attention netflix netflix (laughs) so um i think it was last year last week they came out with their quarterly rate and essentially it was their like i think first time in a decade where their users have declined so they haven't gained any more users um so essentially what they broke down is it's largely because of competition so there's a lot more competition. You got Stan, Binge, HBO, Paramount, so many, so even, many. Even uh, Prime's got something now. <laughs> Prime Plus, Prime Plus, yeah. So that'd be taking a big hit on Netflix. Yeah. So, but one thing that did really uh, shock me a little bit was um, Netflix has now come out saying that if you share your passwords, there is a possibility that you'll get feed. Really. Yeah, so that hasn't come into play yet, but obviously, you know, you got shareholders that want to see the price increase and profits, so they'll essentially do it. That's interesting. I wonder how that'll work. Like, how do they police that? Yeah, I'm not Um, fully sure. But then they also got a subscription base, which will be cheaper, but there will be ads as well. So So a bit like um, YouTube, I'd I'd imagine then, where yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and but Spotify you don't have to as pay well. For YouTube. Oh, but I, you can and to remove mm, the ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like yeah. similar in that, uh, in that way. But yeah. um, today we are hitting back into the uh, ETFs, mm-hmm. and we're gonna just have a quick chat about um what we've covered in some of the uh previous uh episodes. So I just want to touch base with what a passive ETF is. Um, so basically, it's an ETF that tracks an index, yep. um, which can vary. It can track um, the Australian ASX 200, mm-hmm. or it can track the uh, Standard and Poor's Nasdaq. Top 500 Nasdaq. in America. Nasdaq, the New York Stock Exchange, Dow Jones. Uh, just just a few there, but um, obviously with these passive ETFs, they generally um, their fees are a lot lower than the active ETFs, mm-hmm. and that's due to it being pass- um, passive, meaning that it's less aggressive with buying and selling. Yeah, um, it essentially filters itself. So, again, like we said this in previous episodes, where the two hundred a new emerging company might increase in market cap, so it's pushed in and one's been pushed out. Yeah. Um, Whereas the active is basically trying to outperform that in the index, so they mm. might be buying up, you know, various ones all the time. Mm, yep. So largely, this episode we're going to be like comparing different ETFs because we've had a few messages about different um, ETFs and um, what are we looking for, fees, etc. But before we go into that sort of want to reiterate again like with dollar cost averaging yeah so it's it's super important especially in these volatile times like 
with the war, inflation and um, interest rates as well, you probably don't want to be stockpiling all your or money your, your in cash. at the one time yeah. because you could get it at a high and then it drops off. Whereas if you do the dollar cost averaging, say in three weeks or quarterly, monthly, depending on what you do. Whatever you're comfortable um, with, yep. Yeah, it'll certainly buffer the losses or gains. So you get you get in at different times, yeah, essentially. Yeah, it, it can. It's pretty much like a safeguard as well. If mm. you're not, yeah, as you said, if you're not sort of confident and just slamming all your money in at one big hit, um, then yeah, dollar cost averaging is a strategy that you can consider. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not one that you have to do. Because no one knows what's really going to happen in the share market. Could go up <laughs> or down. Like McConaughey will say, it's Fugazi, Fugazi. <laughs> it's not fucking real. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, so the... Ones that we'll look at, we're going to look at what companies are within the ETFs. Um, We'll break down fees and then we'll look at performances as well. And then we'll look at what fund manager is providing this ETF. So, you know, we're just using Yahoo Finance through this. So anyone can access this. It's free. It's um, super useful. So you can analyze, um, you know, the performance can look for fees you can see what companies are in the etfs um so it's it's all there at your fingertips and so not only just the etfs but any shares as well you yeah, can any. look look into as well and if if you don't want to look at yahoo um you might be on a brokerage platform that also provides a lot of information um yep. when you type in the uh etf or the shares ticker yep. it'll pop up i know nabs certainly does and it provides a lot of good information mm-hmm. that i use uh, quite regularly so if you want to check out your brokerage platforms uh information i say go ahead it's a great Absolutely. one but kyle we might uh start off with some australian index etfs let's do it what are they okay the first one is ioz mm-hmm. which is uh iShares core S&P ASX 200 ETF. Yep. Uh, the second one is A200. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, Beta Shares Australia, Australia 200. Yep. And then, and then the third one is by Vanguard. Um, VAS is the ticker for that one. Yep. And now we're just going to compare a couple of... Uh, or a bit of data within those. So basically, we'll look at the performance of uh, the three ETFs over the last three years. So IOZ um, has come in with a 10.61% uh, increase average, I should That's say, over annually. three years. Yeah, annually. Yeah, over annually three over years. three years. Yep. And then A200 is 10.93%, so very close there. And then VAS, which is a little bit different. It it uh. It's the 300. 300. Yeah. So. So ASX than, 300. Yeah. So it's essentially got a hundred more companies. On it, and that one has just outdone them a little bit by, well, what have we got? Point ten percent, so yeah. 11 percent, which shows that they've all performed reasonably um, well, similar over, over the years. over the past three years, mm-hmm. which is good. So the fund for IOZ is BlackRock, uh, A two hundred is BetaShares, and the VAS is Vanguard. Um, so with the fees. 
So they're all quite similar. Um, so the IOZ is 0.09%, which is very good. Very good, yeah. Compared to other ETFs that we'll probably explain a little bit later. Um, A200, 0.07%. And then VAS is 0.10%. And yeah, we think fees is pretty important because if you're invested in that ETF for decades and decades, mm. these fees certainly do add up. Yep. And if you're comparing these actively managed ones, which sometimes can get up pretty high and then they add on a performance fee on top of that, yep. um, over decades, it can be pretty instrumental to how much money comes in to your ETF Definitely. over time. And um, one thing that we're using as well is, excuse me, is the RASC um, ETF calculator as well. So I quickly had a look at the difference between these ones and it was very minimal with the 0.01% between the two. Yeah. So I think you put $5,000 in and they vary about, $25-ish, which is extremely good. Yeah, that's a good one. We might uh, put that in the uh, show notes, just a little link to that page because it's uh, really good. Which, yeah, definitely. And we'll speak about that a bit more mm-hmm. later on. Yep. But moving on from there. So we've compared those three. Um, this one's a new one, newish. It's It's basically around the sustainability side and the ethical side. So... Um, these ETFs are their tickers are fair and VETH, so V E T H. So fair is from beta shares. Um, yep. So essentially, and VETH is um, Vanguard. So essentially, what these two do is they exclude companies with significant business activities, okay. which involve like fossil fuels, nuclear power, alcohol, tobacco, gambling. And also weapons and adult entertainment as well. Okay, so more so of an ethical approach? Yeah, ethical approach, definitely. Um, so a few of these companies, so what's built up in the companies, I'll look at feats. So within theirs, they've got, and Ad- these are all ASX as well. So yeah, so these v, as in V E T H T H. Okay. Yeah. So um, this is all made up of ninety nine percent of, or ninety nine point seven percent of ASX <laughs> companies. So your top ones: Commonwealth Bank, CSL, which is um, health company, and then you know you got your banks that are in there as well. So they're all ethical companies. And then for um, FAIR as well, they're very similar. There's actually a fair few healthcare companies in their top 10. And when we talk about ethical, that can vary in a lot of ways, but it's meaning ethical to what this fund has set out. Yeah, so so it excludes, like I said, fossil fuels, alcohol, etc. So based on their performance, like because these haven't existed for that long they have a thing where it's when the ETF met inception which yep. is when it was essentially established okay so um, I think VETH that's only been around for a year yep so their performance I had to base it off a year so fair was 
four five percent, and then VETH was eleven point nine percent. So the history is not really there as such compared to other ETFs that we've explained before. Um, but if you're on that side of things where you don't want to go down the gambling alcohol side, yeah, then these are two comparisons that you can look at. So these two, sorry, um, they do track the index, but just with the uh, ethical side of it. So I believe so. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so with the fees, fair is zero point three nine percent, and then VETH is zero point one six percent. So that's quite substantial. So if I look at the Rask Finance, which I've smacked in, so I've I've put the amount invested, which is five thousand. Yeah. Investing time frame was ten years, and then I've done a rate return of let's say eight percent for the two comparison. They're varied, but thereabouts. Yep. And then, so fair is 0.39, FEEF is 0.16. So the difference is over 10 years, $224 between the two with fees. I, yeah, and I guess it's not massive, but... It's, it's not massive, but it's still there and, you know, it, it doesn't get compounded, yeah. the $224. Yeah. Mm. So there are like some... Yeah, you wanna you wanna be aware of those fees because yeah, I guess a decade you can see that's two hundred something mm. was the difference, yeah. but over 20, 30, 40 years maybe possibly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I guess they're both at a rate of eight percent, so yeah, that will probably vary in a way. Yeah, One it's definitely going to it's definitely going to change. That's just uh, theoretically, I should say. Theoretically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you're trying to correct me there, <laughs> okay? Um, uh, but so, yeah, we've looked at those two. What other ones? Uh, so we've looked at Australian and then, well, basically all been Australian mm-hmm. so far, yep. index and ethical ones. But uh, we really want to look into those American index ETFs. Mm. Um, look, I think you can use that RAS calculator. Or, you know, look at your um, Yahoo or your platform and really sort of deep dive into different ETFs yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. But some of the ones that we we really like are VTS, yep. um, which tracks the performance of a benchmark index that measures the um, investment return of the overall US stock market. Mm-hmm. And then IVV. So sorry. So just with VTS, it's the whole... US stock market. Yeah. So it's like 3,800 yep. companies. Every, every company within so America. It's extremely diversified. Yeah. Um, massively. And what was that book that we read? Wealth Generation? Wealth? Uh, the Simple Path to Wealth. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. He harps on massively about VTS. And index funds yeah. overall, to be honest, because... But he loved this one in particular. Yeah. This is like, yeah, just put all your money in this (laughs) basically and he basically says that put all your money into an index fund Mm. that like vts for example and just let it you know compound over Mm. your whole life yeah and then by the end of when you're retiring it'll Mm. have compounded and brought you yeah greater investments so he says than (laughs) what you could have done by passively investing yourself in shares so 
What's no, the great, next one? Great book. Um, another one is IVV. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar, but it is uh, by BlackRock, and it's the S and P. It tracks the S and P five hundred. So, so probably about two thousand three hundred less companies in this one. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> in a way, it's it is similar though, and yeah. um, we haven't like sort of compared these two, but we sort of thought to ourselves maybe you would be interested. Mm to go and check it out yourself and yeah, actually understand because at the end of the day it's you have to do the research yourself yeah, well how about this in this time i'm going to jump on uh yahoo i'm going to type in ivv smack it on what's the fees fee oh that is impressive 0.03 percent yeah and then it's performance minimal. performance over let's say 10 years 14.65 percent it's as easy as that. Yeah. Holdings, what's what's holdings, sector weighings, uh, financial services, 13.19%. Uh, top companies, obviously, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, and Google. Um, and then you can see how much wage they have, Apple 6.20%. Yep. So you can do that within a minute. You can look at that briefly and break it down. You can compare the two. And that was via Yahoo. Yeah, one. I just did that via yeah. Yahoo, but obviously you can. There's other other ways to attack it, but it's pretty straightforward. Yes. So, so go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so another one's Asia. Uh, so that's the ticker. Yeah. So um, this is Beta Shares Asia Technology Tigers ETF. Tigers. So I. <laughs> I don't know why they've put tigers in. Yeah, neither. I don't know. I'd... Anyway, hopefully. Well, this it, is kind of your attacks. one that you've. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about invested it. Nah, in. Let's, but... let's look at the performance in a year. So one year for Asia, negative thirty three percent. But it, are you worried about it? No, I'm not because I've I've got it there for long term. And you obviously have not invested. Heavily, your, no, no, yeah. no, no. It's a very much so an emerging market, so mm. that's why you've probably been a little bit interested in it. Yeah, definitely. And, and like, it was already substantially down when I did put money in. Um, yeah. But I'm not too concerned about that. Um, obviously, like companies because it's heavily China based. Yeah. So companies within that are like Alibaba, which is comparison to Amazon US. So it's the China, same, same, Amazon, yep, yep, same, same, but different. And then Taiwan, semiconductors, Samsung as well. So there's a few big names amongst that. Um, you know, you there's plenty of ETFs out there that you can search. You can look straight onto the um, fund groups yep. and they'll have it page down the fees performance so it's it's all pretty handy down it's, it's yeah and with these ETFs. emerging market styled etfs they will generally have higher fees as well mm, so this asia one is 0.67 percent which isn't too bad but it is it's a lot higher than a lot higher than the the vtv that oh. i just looked up yeah which was 0.03 percent but it's based on that you're hoping that these companies really grow. Yes. And moving on from there, Kyle, why would we invest in the US index? Well, when we're looking at the US, it's 
it's like, well, yeah, it takes up 68, 68% roughly, roughly yep. of the equity market in shares. So, you know, we see the best companies come out of America. Again, Apple, <laughs> all the big tech companies. Um, and a lot of great companies anyway. Yeah, yeah. I would say the best, but generally <laughs> speaking, up some there. great, yeah, up there. <laughs> Ones um, that we like a lot. But also a lot of <laughs> a lot of companies like to move to America because they know how big it is and the opportunities there are. So and also like the equity that's there for them, like they have more opportunities with a fund manager to, you know, raise funds for them and invest in them. So there's a lot more opportunities around that space. Um Yeah, would definitely agree to invest in uh, US shares if mm. or ETFs if you're interested yep. or that way inclined. Mm. What about what about Australian? Yeah, I think, you know, close to home, there's some really great companies here as well, especially um, Australia's elite uh, material resources. <laughs> which include? So, which includes iron ore. <laughs> um, so you like your Fortescue? Yeah, I do mm. really like that one. It's performed very well for me over mm-hmm. the years. Yep. And then, um, again, lithium as well. Mm. I really like my lithium too. <laughs> performed pretty well um and then obviously australia has many others like oils uh, sorry oil coal um yeah just to name a few but like again oil's in high demand at the moment so you know the companies that do like woodside it's very lucrative at the moment yeah um in high demand yeah due to russia so thank you for that part. <laughs> but um no nah, it's not just uh material resources but um there's also the banks perform really well in australia because i guess a lot of investment mm. especially in that um property market a lot of people taking out loans to invest yeah 100%. into property so they've all um performed really well which Plenty is of great to see mortgages out there but we've got a new segment um that we're playing today and it's it's a bit of a interesting one i will see how kyle goes but i'm about to put Mm. on a one minute timer because what are we doing what are we doing you're going to try and sell me an etf (laughs) because i have recently just built up my um funds Mm -hmm. over the well this year i should say alongside this is hypothetical it is hypothetical, yep. <laughs> very hypothetical, because I wouldn't, um, I guess, take tips from anyone because I do my own research. Mm-hmm. Research, but um, you're going to take a tip from me today, though. Aren't you? <laughs> well, I don't think so, but we'll see. It depends how good your sales skills are. So let's uh, see how he goes, Carl. So it's you have one minute starting. From now, tick tock. All right, let's do it. So, Brando, the one that I've looked at for you is BSO, which is Vanguard. So, it's small um, cap companies in Australia. So, interesting. You know, looking at your prospects, you know, you're pretty well diversified. You've got large companies. And I thought, okay, here's a little bit of growth for young Brando. So, um, you know, there's also op- opportunities for the smaller companies to... 30 seconds down. 2X, 4X. So, great opportunity for you. Wow. Um, there's 198 companies. Um, so, it's well diversified. You got 
lots of mineral companies. Uh, so your lithium. So you know they they're going up in prices, high demand for electric cars, um, and the fee is zero point three zero percent, which is very respectable. And I think it's um, incredible. And I think you should buy this ETF. <laughs> bang! That's smack bang right on one minute. I like it. Um, for those listening, um, do not I, listen to my tip. I do didn't think research. it was too bad, but um, <laughs> if. <laughs> you should uh, give us some uh, feedback on that sales pitch by Kyle. <laughs> Definitely do not um, go off Kyle's uh, uh, little, not little tip, but information grab, <laughs> I should say. But, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just an enjoyable little segment that we could do. Um, Very nice. I might done. go into real estate sales now. What do you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so we've got a tight tip for the week. We do. Brando. We do. What is it? Sorry, it's actually RASK Education, and that's R-A-S-K. Mm-hmm. So um, this guy, I should say, um, Owen. Owen, yep. he's really good um, <laughs> because he provides a, a lot of edu- free education as well, yep. courses including um, learning about shares, yep. ETFs. I think he's got like ones called like, um, ETFs for beginners yeah um, and he's even got property ones as well so um, it's really good because it has a lot of clips um, that you can listen to as well as read so it was something that I definitely used back three years two to three years ago I actually delved really deep into mm. this uh, education because I didn't know much about it so yeah. I, I used this alongside a number of books to sort of grow my basis and knowledge and knowledge it's so a, it's a really good um website actually it's it's really sound um so you know it's he's got a lot of etf you can join for free i'm just looking at it now i have yeah you create it. your own account yeah you cr- yeah for free yeah um so you know it he does we did the etf one and it was very good like he breaks down the thematic etfs and active passive yeah and um, like the differences fees so it's um quite impressive that's uh, really good so and then as well he's got the um etf calculator yeah which, is, which we spoke about earlier so yeah. we'll add that um to the show notes to the show notes and mm-hmm. yeah, check it out but kyle has a series, series recommendation Mm, this, I'm interested. Yeah, this is a big one. Big? Big. Okay, unleash it. Ozark. Whoa. Incredible. It's, uh, haven't finished the final finale uh, part two yet of season four. Yep. But it's extremely good. It's, you just don't know what's going to happen. Lots of killing, pretty dark, but. Also it's, a bit of finance in there too, isn't there? Yeah, lots of finance, money laundering. So if you want to get into that, then no. I definitely recommend to watch this show. <laughs> and if you want to get hooked in, um, you know, and, you know, grow as an individual, join up with a cartel and... Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, nah, but it's, it's, it's a brilliant show. Um, the main actor, Jason Bateman, yep. um, who's Marty Bird. Yeah. So, yeah... It, it, 
I just really enjoy it. I haven't watched it myself, but... I've, oh, you've seen a few episodes. I've seen a though. few episodes, yeah. and when I've walked in, it seems that there's always something <laughs> pretty dramatic happening. So, yeah. yeah, thanks for that one, Kyle. No um, worries. I'll be Go sure watch to check it, it and, out. you know, largely the reason why I've said Ozark is because it's Netflix, and, you know, Netflix has declined in users, so hopefully you this try will build up there. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, this will help Netflix to grow. <laughs> grow their audience. Very nicely done. Okay, we are pretty much wrapped up for this episode. So, mm-hmm. most of all, we just uh, say thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. And um, if you've been tuning in, make sure... To send us a message if you want to learn more about Kyle's uh, sales pitches or the <laughs> nah, ETS. If you do have questions, though, send us a DM. Um, we love to get feedback and actually just have a general chat. Yeah, so it's pretty important for people to take care of their finances. But remember for this episode, you know, you, you got to do your own serviceability and due diligence. It's, yep, definitely. We're not recommending anything. Yeah. Um, it's just a discussion, basically, yeah, di- to open your mindset that, to different tickers and yeah. ETFs out there. And it's discussions that we have in general. So, you know, it's important if you have a friend and you want to talk about these things, and go ahead and do it because, you know, it's not a taboo thing anymore. anymore. It's starting to become a more common thing. So, oh, Perfect. We'll finish it there. So, yeah, stay, stay tight. tight. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much to everyone that has listened to this episode. We truly do appreciate it. If you'd like to, you can give us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Obviously, a five-star rating is only applicable. Furthermore, you can follow us on our socials, including Instagram and now TikTok at Tightmates. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purpose only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of its Type Mate podcast are not financial advisors and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, if necessary, you should consult with a professional financial advisor.